0: Excuse me.
1: Said, fired a warning shot across her nose, not up it.
0: Future Man!
1: Alright, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tales of the Outer Rim Jedi Adventures. Back here on Tatooine, we have everybody around the table. I'm Zach, your GM. And with us, we have Adam.
2: Yo, I play Daniel Shanks, the Counselor Sage Sat- Slash Archeologist.
1: We have John.
3: I play Zach Zaz, for all intents and purposes, a
1: colonial doctor. And we have Everett.
0: I play Shaki Lee. I am a Shadra fan from the planet Chad and i am a jedi wannabe
1: all right does anybody want to tell us what happened last time
2: i think we just escaped the, the temple right that's all we really accomplished
1: do you it was a little more exciting than that
2: the general we ran into a crate and slew it mightily
1: well there was a little bit that happened before the crate dragon while you guys were down in the temple depths before you came up and discovered the crate Dragon, you guys encountered, inca- you guys, oh, so the sure. doc right. was, was the one who noticed it. There there were some um, pedestals around the, the room in the basement and these pedestals, because the floor was a giant star chart you guys discovered. And on these pedestals were like raised uh, systems, like star systems and each it, one of them had, had a planet in the system that was raised.
2: So there are... The star charts also showed Daniel was able to, I think, do an astrogation check, but he was able to kind of narrow down that their pedestals... I mean, they were... Were they dial-room devices? I don't I don't remember that.
1: The pedestals were little star systems, and each star system, each one of the pedestals had a raised planet. The planets ended up being... Chad, Tatooine, and Xanthar. And the fourth one, you guys narrowed down to like four planets, but you weren't 100% sure what it was. You had to wait till you got back to the ship so you could figure out exactly what it was.
2: Yeah, the four planets are either Coruscant, Anaxis, Tython, or Empress T- T- Teta. And Chad. Uh, Chad's one of them too, but we already knew Chad was one of them. I remember that.
1: Yeah, the only one you guys didn't discover was the last. Was the basically it was forming like like a spearhead. And you guys the only one you didn't you didn't know for certain was the tip of the spear. And then you guys went upstairs. Adam fled the crate dragon like a like a baby. And everybody else went upstairs. Shock tried to flee, fell, fell into some sand, buried himself. The dock was more interested in what the sh- the the cray dragon had to leave behind. When, whenever Daniel and Chak tried to flee, he convinced Daniel to stay by telling him he had found a part for his robot, which he did. He'd found a power supply for the robot. At The end of the episode, you guys camped outside the temple. You guys uh, you guys took turns t- standing watch. Nothing eventful happened, and then you guys went back to Tatooine again. Passed all your checks. You had some di- some. Troubles with the speeders, but you ended up making it back to Tatooine unscathed, relatively. And then from there, we have not really got anywhere. So it is the morning of the second full day on Tatooine, like the third day on Tatooine. You guys arrived in the evening, slept, went to the temple with the dudes who ended up betraying you. After the whole temple run, you guys. Camped out there, came back, and we're closing the second day or beginning the third day, depending on what where we're at now. So, oh no, you guys slept. So yeah, it's technically the the morning of the third day. So.
3: So we're looking for Gandalf. What? In the morning of the third day. Look for
0: me. No,
3: the, the morning of the fifth day. The wizard is always exactly
1: where he needs to be when he needs precisely when he needs to be there. So I mean, and
0: it's the look for him. Day. Not the third. Look for yeah. me, the fifth day, come air light of morning.
1: Damn.
2: I've never been listening to Lord of the Rings. We got
1: some fucking nerds up in here. <laughs> Just kidding. Yep. God, I, I, I like Silmarillion*. Really, honestly. It's probably my favorite book of all the Tolkien's. We are back at Tatooine. You guys have four crate Dragon Pearls, which I believe Adam has them all?
2: Or Shox? Yes, I do.
1: And then you each have a dragon egg, but the doc has two, but you guys only know of one. So, and you guys also still have to wait for a clone trooper to show up. I cannot remember if you guys went back to the ship or if you went. I think to, we were uh... just back to Tatooine and we quit. Okay, yeah, because we got piloting
2: planetary right here. I think we got back to the, the town.
1: All right. Everybody rolled uh, Destiny yet?
2: I sure have it. Uh, You can't counter, Daniel. Hell yeah. (laughs) Nice.
1: And then I'll roll mine.
0: No dark timeline for you.
1: All right, so we have three dark side destiny points and four light side. So it's pretty balanced. This is going to be pretty good as long as we all get our shots in. You guys are now coming into town on your speeders.
2: Daniel is going to, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of notes and stuff. He's going to just be like, okay, well, guys, I, I suppose we're waiting for the, the." again, he's going to do like air quotes with his fingers. Corn trooper, whoever that is, or whatever that means. And in the meantime, i got stuff to do. I have some studying. And he's going to run off towards the ship. Okay. And then, like, here's a second thought. He's going to turn around, stop, spin around on his heels real quick and look at everybody and go, call me if you need me. And then he's going to spin around again and run off into the ship, into the distance towards the ship, I should say.
1: All right, so I have a little map of Moss Eisley here. What we're going to say is on the east side of, town, of the map here, or sorry, the west side is the, where we're going to say the entrance is. Your ship is going to be on the north. Northeast, off the map. So in the central here we have, on the north central is the bazaar. This is what the east central are like the cantinas. And then the center is like a junkyard. I'm not sure if you guys know much, I don't know what you guys know about Mos Eisley, but, so Tatooine, Mos Eisley is built around a giant crashed colony ship way back in the day this ship couple of ships came out to colonize what is now Tatooine and they crashed and where they crashed around them just sprang like civilizations and then they became town like villages and the towns and then cities and so it's basically like a scrap town so like, think
0: of Jakku but not as like da- dusty
1: Justy, a lot of Adobe, Adobe, uh, Adobe, and a lot of things coming out of salvaged ship bays and stuff like that. So Daniel's going to branch off and go towards the ship, then.
3: Yeah, he's got to correlate all of all about branching off. Like we all have stuff to drop off the ship, so it's probably a good idea for all of us to just go. Okay.
1: As you guys are heading back to the ship, dock, you get a notification, like a ping on your comms. And it's a message from Yoden. And Yoden says, Hope you still have those bank accounts we used for the last job. Deposited your payment across all four accounts. So you have like four shadow accounts. And in each of these accounts, all together you have been paid Fifteen thousand credits, and then there's like a PS: the the blood of the Force users, the human and the chatter fan, if possible, collect specimens for study, and then whoever donated the skull plate and the claw, we you know if you could bring us more, we could pay you better for live specimens, or at least for, <laughs> you know, at least the bodies they'll pay you 25,000 credits per body of the nogri.
2: Good luck finding those. That's unfortunate. They're floating it's somewhere <laughs> in space. <his> <laughs> the,
1: the, their physiology is 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 pretty awesome and it's so old that it's it, there's a lot less uh, like degradation or whatever it's. They're like a lot more reptilian so there's a lot more going on with their their DNA than there is now. Daniel and Shock, as you guys are heading back, can I have you guys both make me discipline checks?
0: Yeah, guess so. There you go.
1: Alright, so you guys are both. You guys are all holding these eggs, and the force is basically something that connects all living things and it flows through things that are living, right? You're feeling the what? force. Force flows through things that are living. It doesn't really inhabit inanimate objects unless it's like put there. You feel like the essentially like the force aura of these eggs beginning to weaken. As if they aren't being properly cared for. And shock with your extra success and advantage. You have a feeling you guys aren't properly like incubating or maintaining these eggs. There's something special. About these eggs, that if you're not doing everything just right, then... They will die. They probably won't, they probably won't like, hatch. They'll probably end up dying in their eggs.
0: Okay. Can I... As soon as I feel this, can I whip out, like, my data pad? Yeah, sure. And do I have... Do I have service? I know Masai's <laughs> kind yeah. of, like, yeah, yeah, remote. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> Can I like connect to like the local Adobe Hut Wi Fi?
1: Yeah, it's straight up Adobe. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got. Okay, here.
0: can I look up pictures of different cre- ty- different breed of crate dragon eggs and see if I find any that are similar to this one? Because crate dragons got to have different species on different planets. So like, you know, because it's not it's not just. The planet we're on, right? That has Great Dragons. It's like a desert planet thing. I assume they've been I mean... taken all over the world or all over the galaxy. Basically what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get as specialized to this crate dragon information as I can get.
1: They mostly come from here. They've been bred around other places and there are similar types of creatures other you know around the galaxy. From what you can find let's do let's do a what a computer's check let me see uh an average computer's check or xenology i suppose you could do either one Mm. or knowledge education even i guess
0: i can do (laughs) xenology
1: damn son okay sweet so two success two advantage and a triumph
0: can i tell you what i want for my triumph what's that I want to find like one of those kits like I bought for my lizard, but like the space version of PetSmart. Like on like when I look it up, it's like here's a here's a uh crate dragon egg incubator, so like I could just like find somewhere to buy it. Emporium. Yeah. So like a, what
1: I'll what I'll give you is with your success, you find this is a canyon crate. It's a very common type of smaller crate dragon on Tatooine of the two sizes of the two crate dragons. This is the kind you encounter most often in uh, canyons obviously, but they make their homes in like caves and they you know, they can burrow under the sand and stuff, but when they lay their eggs, they prefer to have a cave because the eggs require so many hours of heat. And then so many hours of cool. Like, they have to be rotated, and the lizards have to rotate these eggs every so often. Sure. So what generally happens is the crate the Dragon Mother will go out into the sand and heat up, and then come back into the cave and, sit and flip the eggs and then sit on, around the eggs to warm them up. And then once they get, you know, so warm, she will flip them again, and go back out. Basically. You know, eating yeah. and bringing in food and stuff. They're... You see that they're very... They take a lot, a lot of attention to hatch these eggs. It's a very delicate process. Breeding them in captivity... Doing this in captivity without an actual mother to, to do it, because they do it all by like their senses, it would be very difficult. You can acquire something that will do it for you like a, you know you could you can get incubation systems and you can get you know digital sensors and stuff but to do this all properly with your with your triumph it'll be it's possible. but it's gonna end up being extremely expensive. you know you also find that they're worth a lot of money to sell to people for various reasons. like you can either find hunters that will buy them, you can find restaurants that will buy them. But you can also find... I was going like,
0: ask, is, do I find any recipes for this bitch?
1: Ew. But you also can find, like, zoos that will buy them. Or you right. also know, through your searches, with your Triumph and stuff, on Tatooine there are people that will buy them. There's a, the crime lord that runs what? the area, Jabba, Jabba the Hutt, he will, he you know, you, he apparently is all about exotic, dangerous animals. He likes having large threatening beasts. You could you could sell these Cray Dragon eggs, essentially. E chopa
2: watu. Well Shock is looking this up. Can Daniel have so Daniel noticed that the life force was can he like he'll like stop, look at the egg, and look he'll get really concerned and he was about to say something to Shock, but he looked up and saw him Adobe searching? Can Daniel sneak up behind Shack and read over his shoulder?
1: What would that I'm be? Get to
2: roll perception against that.
1: Sure. What's your Everett, roll perception, Adam? Roll
0: Hold on, I have something for perception.
1: I'd say either skullduggery or stealth. You could do stealth. That's fine if you want to do stealth.
2: Yeah, I'll just roll stealth. Ah. <laughs> <Damn it.
1: laughs> so Daniel ends up peeking over your shoulder and he he's there long enough to see that you're oh you're looking at recipes you're looking up buyers you're looking up you were looking up uh you know ways to you know how to care how to like actually hatch these things but then you catch him toward after he's already seen you like basically searching over everything you can like he gets too close and you can feel him like breathing <laughs> in your ear
2: I wanted to do like I wanted him to just be like uh Shaq, this looks expensive and like saying it like right in his ear like it scared the shit out of him (laughs) right
0: when he says that instead of looking at the like how to raise it i click on the link that says where to sell (laughs) instead of like wanting to spend all the money to like raise this fucking thing just like all right well where can i get rid of it (laughs) what is the average buy price for job of the hut is that information that would be online or would I have to go visit him to find that out?
1: I don't think so. I think I I think I made something up. Let me look through my notes.
0: For it. I'm gonna get on comms and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, uh, Doc, have you ever heard of uh, Jabba the Hutt? I, I I mean, I know this this is Huddy's space, but like, I didn't know that he was the Huddies here on in Moss Isley. Have you have you ever had any dealings with him?
1: If you want to make a a check, John, an underworld knowledge, underworld. To know what you know about Jabba the Hutt, you could make a, a, a roll. Underworld knowledge. Knowledge underworld. got one, Jesus Christ, one, two, three, four, five success and a threat. You know Jabba the Hutt is not anyone to fuck with. You know that he's got a reputation for being a very, very shrewd businessman. He is good. To, you know, he usually offers what good money if he believes you are competent. But you also know that if you piss Jabba the Hutt off, or if you double-cross him, you're most likely to end up with a bounty on your head, or fed to his his exotic beasts. Or, in a
3: or dead. Carbonite?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, okay, so, I don't know how common that was.
0: I feel like it wasn't common.
1: Well, see, they make it sound super uncommon in episode 5, but then... A- but as soon as they've done that now like all the games and some of the other other shows and stuff people are getting frozen in carbonite and stuff like like it's not that uncommon so i know i know they they used to use it to transport things across the galaxy
0: i animals and things though like r- like rare animals well
1: like things like like food and stuff like that I think that it was less common to ship living things because it was inherently dangerous to do that. I think it was done. I just don't think it was common. You know what I'm saying?
3: So. Sense. So based on my apparent knowledge of the underworld, with that, can I get price checks like on like safer places to
2: sell the eggs for a reasonable price?
1: With, the, with all the successes, you know that Jabba would love to purchase things like this. and. You know if you can if you can sell this to him and not piss him off by trying to like like grift him or something, then he will happily buy these from you. And with your threat, you don't really know exactly what he would pay. You've heard different things ranging anywhere from like three thousand to ten thousand per egg. Wow. So depending on the crate, you know that some of the larger dragons, though, if you if you were to get a like a greater Cray dragon, that's probably like a thirty thousand dollars or more per egg. So,
3: can I like like is Daniel in on this call?
1: They're all right there with each other. You guys well, you said, said he you he were all going to the ship. He calmed me. Did he? I, I thought
0: I thought Daniel ran ahead, and I thought the doc was doing something already.
1: Uh, no, Doc was like, well, we all need to go to the ship anyway. We may as well mm. just go to the ship, so...
0: That's my bad.
3: Then I'm going to tell Shock that when we get back to the ship, we can
0: discuss it. I'm just going to, like, walk behind the dock while staring at my phone. We're still on speeder bikes, aren't we? Kicking them back to the mm, ship? No.
1: Oh,
0: uh, we just left
3: them at the doorway to the city?
1: Yeah because the bikes were you guys's the speeder the speeder was one that
0: yeah i uh yeah because the speeder we had two bikes but they had the actual speeder right
1: yes and you don't know how they got if it was theirs or or what
0: before we get in it can i do like a perception check, I guess, to like check the glove boxes and stuff to see if it's like stolen from somebody. So that's like the oh, last thing we so, want to deal with right you now. You are
1: so wise. Oh my gosh, you're like Kevin Costner. Yeah, give me a simple or an easy perception check or whatever. Damn it. What the fuck? My uh, you know, little I bad saying... fingers
0: aren't strong enough to open the glove box. But I'm too big of a man to ask for help.
1: Can you open the glove boxes? Apparently they left everything. You guys left everything with the trailer that they had. I'm pretty sure you disconnected the trailer and just took the speeder. They must have left it all in the speeder or had all the documentation on them. But from what it looks like, there's a lot of sand in here, so it looks like it was probably something that had already been on Tatooine. Like maybe they rented it or
0: sure. or something. How? So so we're we're talking uh, flying back to the ship. Can I calm the guys and suggest that we, that, well, because where's, hold on, I got to think. Somebody else do something. <laughs> I got to think this through. So we have a
3: ways to go to get to the ship, right? Because it's not even on this screen. So,
1: I mean, it, it's relatively a relatively short amount of time.
0: Well, I guess I'm probably not going to do anything till we get back. Is there any armor shops?
1: Sure. You're doing that after the ship or before the ship? Uh, no.
3: After the ship. We need to go to the ship first.
1: Because you're the one driving the speeder speeder, I thought. I know Shock just said he went through the glove box, but we can say you guys stopped at the gate to to get in. And that check didn't find anything. Yeah,
3: so we're on our way back to the ship.
1: Okay. Okay. Perception check. Everybody.
2: Oof. Oof. Wait, did you give Shaq his. Oh, it looks like he did. I was going to say, take off his thing for perception.
1: There was no black tie, so it doesn't matter.
2: Oof. Yeah. Jesus
0: you Christ. You guys we're
1: dead. don't notice anything.
0: And we get shot in the back of the head.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. So you guys make it back to the ship, and I assume you're going to pull the speeder bikes into the ship. And do what are you guys? What are you doing with the car? Are you guys gonna? We don't have 52?
3: space for the third speeder, right?
1: I thought one of them uh, was broken. They had overheated, but you guys had ended up working on them. I thought and gotten them running. You could probably fit the speeder in here, yeah. Like put it in, like right there in the ship, if you wanted to. Because the speeder bikes, these are the speeder bikes right here. This little, right next to the whatevers. Speeder bikes are that size, and the speeder car wouldn't be too terribly much larger, so. then Daniel walked through the wall of the ship. <laughs> so you guys are back on the ship.
0: Neat. I would like to turn to the dock and go, all right, well, let's talk about it. Are we
3: talking about it with Daniel or not with Daniel?
0: The ship is going to start. Isn't he with us? Isn't he like in there, or did he beat us back like significantly?
3: Are you doing research now, Daniel?
2: Yeah, Daniel's gonna offload Cause, so Daniel has the professor's t- computer, the notes from the 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 ring, and then a couple of books that he grabbed out of the bottom of there on top of a power supply for Peyton and
1: Doc has the power supply for Peyton. You do not.
2: Oh well, he's got those books. True. And the computer he's got to unlock.
1: Guys haven't figured out exactly what planet they were. It was meaning whenever you were down at the bottom of that temple, you got three of the four planets, and do not know which one the fourth one was. Yeah. You narrowed it down, but you aren't. That's true.
2: But first of all, he wants to look through the books, and then. He's gonna plug the well, the professor's laptop in to charge it and turn it on and work on.
1: To find, you're gonna have to find the proper cord. You're gonna have to probably go out to like a store, like a somewhere on Tatooine, like a shop, and find the proper cord.
2: Does he need it right now? I mean, it should still be charged, right?
1: It was if it had power when you went after it? I don't recall. I know you tried. You it was a tough book. And you broke the lock on it, so it can't lock physically anymore. But when you opened it, I'm pretty sure the battery was dead, wasn't it?
2: Well, no, what I thought happened was is the the chest, the trunk yeah, the trunk that it was in was he broke the lock on that.
1: It was a lock physical lock on the laptop, it was like a tough book.
2: Oh, that's right, yeah. He did but he couldn't get the password to it was the problem.
1: Sure. I mean you can yeah. You could you could work on that or the books if you just pick one for now, and you think about it. I'll come back to you, Doc. What are, what are you?
2: You can do the computer first.
1: Bitch, I said wait.
0: <laughs> bitch, I said. All right, so I assume
3: wait. while he's doing his weird stuff in his little area with his droid, <laughs> Shock and I will go upstairs, and we'll talk. All right. So here's the deal shock with hut who probably more than likely want to buy these things but he doesn't suffer fools lightly and i mean this in the nicest way possible but if we take daniel with us we're gonna die
0: i'm gonna look at it and i'm gonna put my hand on my chin and i'm gonna go die mm, it's not a good option huh like i was pondering it even after he asked i mean we
3: we can try to sell the stuff to him but if daniel's going with us we should probably find someone else to buy those eggs from us
0: Okay, I'm gonna ask Daniel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, alright, well, I'll talk to Daniel, I'll see if I can get his egg from him, because we don't really need these, I don't want to take care of it, I'd rather have the money, and I'm sure you would too.
3: I mean, as a diversion tactic, I can give him that power supply, and he can play with his droid
0: all afternoon. Well, how about this, how about you give me the power supply, and I'll I'll give him the power supply, and he gives us the egg, because he doesn't want it, I'm sure. He's got that dumb droid thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna st- I'm gonna like zone out for a second while I'm still rubbing my chin and go. I wonder if I can change his name to asshole again. All
3: right, so I give the power supply to Shock,
0: and I go look for Daniel, that dude.
1: Okay, Daniel, you wanted to make a computer check, I believe. I sure do. All right, I'm gonna make it. It's just gonna be a hard computer check. I mean, that sounds good for security, right? Well, I'll make it
2: Yeah, it makes sense.
1: We'll make it average with a set... We'll average with a setback. Alright, Daniel, start hacking.
2: Yep, yep, hang on.
1: You to get into the mainframe. It's a Linux-based computer, I know this. Oof. Yeah, right. Three failures and an advantage.
0: Get fucked.
1: Damn, how did you fail that?
0: No joke. Five four greens? Holy shit.
1: You're like, guest one. Fail. (laughs) Damn
0: it. Guest 1A.
1: Professor asshole. Fail. Damn it. (laughs) And the computer locks you out for a while, but it doesn't, like, fuck the computer up. You didn't, like, start, like, taking things apart. With your advantage, you just are locked out for an hour or so. Would you like to look at your books, since you can't use the computer anymore? My god, you guys. I wish for Daniel to stop talking, and it worked.
2: He's
3: so stunned by trying one, <laughs> two, three, and not Oh, working. there
1: he is.
2: No, I think my internet <laughs> yeah. is, like, periodically disconnecting. Trying to ask how long it takes Daniel to do that.
1: Oh, not, no time at all. You literally were just, like, typing in, like, Professor Asshole. One two three four five six. <laughs> one. Like dumb shit, and then it locked you out. So, so I'd say probably like fifteen name.
2: minutes. Yeah. Can Daniel? Okay, so he'll do that, and you're like, "Well, okay, I didn't think that would work." And while well, it's counting down, so he'll be like, "Okay, well, well, that's going, he'll look at the books and see what he's got there, and pull out his data pad too." He'll just be like, "Well, I guess I could start setting up for, like, transcribing all of this." So he's got his data pad out.
1: How many setback die do you remove from lore checks? them. Oh,
2: two. Now, because I put a rank into researcher.
1: All right. Well, then, it's just an average check. I figured at this point it's probably average for Daniel since you've been going over all of the other journals of their language. So I removed the setback, and it's just average right now.
2: So, hey, I wanted to ask you about that at what point does daniel start to learn the language
1: it'd take a while because you have okay you, at this point you have i think four or five sources of the language so if you if you, you know dedicated like how long does it take to master a language you know like tens of thousands of hours something like that right you know, thousands of hours something like that so i mean we can look into how long it would take to learn a foreign language and we can kind of go for, like, find, like, a hard one to learn and an easy one to learn and kind of spitball it or how long it would take to, you know, to learn, like, how to decipher Egyptian hieroglyphs or some shit like that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) But you definitely aren't fluent in this language yet, so.
2: So I meant more like, for, for right now, like... Is he, like, he's got a basic understanding of how to read it, right?
1: Like, for the most part, like, you're, you're, what is it, Dunning-Kruger? You're probably still on the thank you no more than you do part of Dunning-Kruger. You're not quite, like, actually know it yet. You're like, oh, I know a lot of, I know, you know, a bunch of words, or at least a bunch of meanings. But you still could, you still probably, like fuck up like negatives and imperatives and future tenses and stuff like that and you you know enough to be dangerous you know what i'm saying like you know enough to get the big picture but whether or not it's negative or positive or
2: past, i got gotcha. the future cool all right so what am i doing lore check oh okay
3: it's 720 hours by the way
1: is it 720? Awesome, thank you. If
3: you do it 10 <laughs> hours a day for 72 days, you should be able to master a language for the average person.
1: Well, there you go. So 10 hours a day and like, <laughs> what is that, like almost three months? Yeah. If, you, if you're doing just like four hours a day, we can say it takes you like six months. You, you could learn this language before the Clone Wars is over. How about that? All right, lore check. Success and two advantage. All right, so these books—the ones that you happen to grab, the ones you grab from downstairs—contain things, what you could interpret as, like what today would be different types of force, like how to how to train someone to use different force powers, and then one of the books from downstairs goes over different like techniques of saber combat, like fi- like fighting styles, melee combat.
2: Ooh. basically
1: like the lightsaber combat styles. If you, we, there are some of the force of destiny books have different lightsaber styles. And you essentially have books that have the lightsaber fighting styles and books that have some of the force powers. And since the qual we're all about balance, it's not just light side stuff. It's a little bit of just general force powers. It's a little bit of everything.
0: Oh, so this might have been a Grey Knights book.
1: Well, they weren't really they weren't Jedi at the time, so you know, they were just force practitioners. They were all about balance. They knew that that you kinda had to have a little bit of both. The book you got from upstairs that looks like the book from your vision. That one is Force Alchemy.
0: Force what? Like potions and shit. Alchemy. Yeah. Like you have and you have
1: never you have never heard of the force being used in the ways you're reading in this book you it almost see it almost seems unnatural from the ways that you've been taught things because it's like it's it's ways to pull the force from other things or to imbue the force in objects or in different types of like potions you can like decanter
2: force potion master
1: you could essentially, like, steal the force from other living beings and stuff. Like, sacrifice. Kind of
2: like uh,
0: Kai does in Kung Fu Panda 3 with Chi.
1: Not sure, I haven't seen that one, but it's kind of no. like Dathomiri Witches. So, if you know anything about the Dathomiri Night Sisters, it's a little bit like that.
2: Does Daniel <laughs> know anything about those witches? Damn. That's obscure as hell, though. Dathomiri. Ma- give me witches.
1: a. what is this a lore check or I'd say a lore check
0: I mean you gotta think about it we've probably been oh dang
1: you've never been there you don't know anything really about the Night Sisters. you know that there are some Zabrak who come from Dathomir that are different than the Zabrak that come from it's like Iridia or something but you don't know there's a different breed of Zabrak that come from Dathomir but you don't know much about dathomir
2: so he wouldn't make the connection again then no okay
1: no fail a failure to advantage
2: so danny would just be like huh
1: so okay so with your with your advantage you know that this it almost seems dark side like it, it 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 sounds inherently risky in the sense of light and dark you know Doc, you have now come into what, 15,000 credits? Is that what I said? So you've got some money. You're upstairs. Shock. You've given Shock the battery for the droid. And I'm, I'm assuming you still have two eggs. Is there anything the Doc wants to do on the ship?
3: So, Yoten, know, yeah. is there a way for me to meet him again? Or did he drop off the money and take off?
1: He didn't say anything. You can, you can try and Contact them, but, you know, chances are good they probably aren't still here, but you can always try to contact them. So if you give me a light side point, they'll be here. Otherwise, they're probably already gone. Okay, they're here. Uh, you put a feeler out, and they're like, about to leave Tatooine, what is it you need?
3: I'm assuming this is a private conversation.
1: Yeah, you guys probably have your own way of communicating.
3: I've acquired some new items that I
1: want to give you before you leave. Excellent. You work fast. Meet me in Docking Bay 32. 25 minutes.
3: Okay, and then I'm going to go to Shock and Daniel. They're conversing. And tell them that I need to run an errand quick before we try to take these eggs to (laughs) Cell.
0: Java the gut,
3: And I'm going to leave one of the eggs that I have with shock.
1: So now there are three eggs on the ship and four crystals in Daniel's pocket. And the Doc is vacating the ship. Doc is by himself.
3: Wait, why did you say it
1: like that? I'm writing notes down.
3: I don't like how you said that.
2: No, I don't want to be myself anymore.
1: <laughs> sorry, I I cannot turn the clock back. You, uh, <laughs> you have no idea.
2: Oh, I forgot something in the ship. I have to go back.
1: No, I'm sorry. The ship is gone. They left. <laughs> it's like uh, on a video game. Once you've crossed this checkpoint, like there's like an invisible barrier there, and you just keep you just keep running into an invisible wall, and it's like no, I forgot to save.
2: Wait, our ship took off?
1: No, it was a joke, dude.
2: <laughs> was no, a joke. I was like, what?
1: Shock. You go downstairs to talk, give Daniel this power supply, and as you are kind of, as Daniel is reading this book, before the doc leaves, are you going to go give, what are you going to say to Daniel about this egg and stuff? Or about like, this, uh, this power supply?
0: Hey, Daniel. And I'm going to have the power supply in my hands. I go, is this... I, I feel like, is this supposed to be, like, of use to you for something? And I'm gonna, like, hold it out to him. And be like, uh, by the way, also, that, that egg he gave you, it's, it's real expensive to, uh, to raise that, but I found somebody here who will buy it for a lot of money from us. As I'm giving him the power supply. But he's not talking, so...
1: I guess Daniel doesn't want this droid power supply. I guess you can just throw it in the trash.
2: I uh, throw he's it in the prote- airlock. not protesting. And... Oh, shit. How about now? Can you hear me?
1: Throws it into the, hi- the, the incinerator attached to the hyperdrive, and it's gone forever.
2: Hey, no! Stop! <laughs> I- please! Please!
0: <laughs> I plug it into a... a, a a spot on the ship and just start peeing on it so it shuts out.
2: <laughs> no, no, don't use it like that.
1: Take some paper clips to both ends. <laughs> <laughs> he sets it on poured concrete so it just drains the cell. Go on, Daniel, I'm sorry.
2: Daniel will go, oh, uh, yeah, I think I can use that for the power supply. Sweet. Thank you, Shaq. like, well, hey, I'll trade you this for that egg. Daniel will look at the egg and then at the power supply and then at the egg in the power supply. Okay, I probably couldn't take care of it anyway. Come on, you don't really need it. I'll even tell him, I'll be like, and I'll
0: give you whatever money from that egg that he pays you for. I was like, I- I'm going to look at him, I'm going to like get kind of close, I'm going to go, we're talking like a couple thousand credits. That's more than we make from the council in like a couple of
2: months. I mean, money's, money's not the important thing. It's the saving life that really matters shock no 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 this guy's
0: gonna raise it and he's got this nice this nice zoo that he keeps all his animals in can i do a deception check to see if i convince <laughs> him that this <laughs> animal's gonna have a good life
1: i mean it it probably will but you roll a deception because it's not a zoo and daniel you roll a what well, what's a willpower one probably just perception or uh discipline
2: yeah probably discipline nope yep. <laughs>
1: Daniel, so they both, they, they, they it evened out. So basically, you're not sure you believe that it's a zoo, but you do believe that it's someone that's going to raise it and he's not just selling it to someone who's going to like eat the egg or raise it in like dog fighting pits or something. You believe that while it might not be a zoo, it's definitely, it's at least going to be cared for.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean,. Actually, I was gonna see if I could program Peyton to take care of it, but this seems like a better idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's in character. I would agree. <laughs> you, know, you know, I was thinking about programming Peyton to see if he could take care of it, but this is probably gonna work better. And it's probably for the best. It'll have a better life, and he just like reluctantly hands the egg to you.
1: And at this point, at this point, Doc Zaz is letting you know he's got some stuff he has to take care of off the off of the ship. Doc, are you going to take the speeder car with you? Or are you just going to... I mean, you're probably not too far. You're probably within, like, 5 to 15 minute walk. I'm just going to hook it.
3: I feel like the last time we were here, we were walking all over the place.
1: Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, we will go to dock, heading to docking bay 32. So, you get to 32, and... You don't see any Deveronians, but if you give me an easy perception check, I'll even give you a boost die. Holy shit. You literally have the best roles of anybody on this fucking podcast. Three success and four advantage. What you see are a bunch of dock workers, and sitting over to one side smoking a a stem stick, you see a kind of pudgy looking human. With, in greasy coveralls with goggles on his head that are being held on his head not by a strap but a red scarf and you notice the patch on the uh the shoulder of the coveralls has got a, a wolf wolf head on the side and it's it's a it's a you know a chubby human he's got like a five o'clock shadow balding on the top hair around the ears if you've ever seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force he looks uh, it looks mildly like... like Carl Bertanodowski. Oh, shit. Bert- That's Bert-
0: <laughs> such a good show.
1: And he's like, Hey, uh, you come to talk with Fenrir, huh? You just never change your face, do you? I told you you need to get a new look.
3: Yeah, I haven't had time. But I have some items that are must-see.
1: Well, I'm interested, so, uh... And he kicks a little tool bag towards you, and like, assuming you know, I'm wanting you to put stuff in it. What are you giving it? Giving to Jotun so I can write this down, because you can keep anything you want for yourself.
3: So one of the crate dragon, I'm giving him eggs? one of the crate dragon eggs.
1: Oh shit! Okay,
3: the crystals that I got from that, and the twig I got from that place.
1: The crystal shards, or wait, do you have crystal shards? Or do you have you've got the stone shards of the obelisk, right? Or is it the crystal shards? I don't remember.
3: I think you have both. I'm, I got both. I'm giving them all that stuff.
1: Oh, oh shit. You're gonna give, give him this, these rocks that have the consciousness of that annoying professor in it? Okay, okay.
2: He doesn't have my crate dragon pose, does he? No, you do. Okay, good. I was like, what? Don't sell those!
1: Or does he? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, what else are you getting in there? Is that it, or...? Mm, I think that's all I have. You have Jawa eyes.
3: Those are mine. Those are my stress balls.
1: That's, all, that's what I thought. I think you also have eye stalks. I don't know if you gave those to her last time. What's well, of them? Hey, Tuganig! Obelisk and crystal shards. Oh, the branch. Ah, just swore. Did you take anything from the Tusken Raiders? I don't. I don't
3: no, so. I don't think I had time. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to leave him coordinates to find that temple
1: as well. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Well, someone's going to fucking have a treasure trove of information. Neat. That's. Wow, I could use that. Okay. Cool.
3: I believe I gave him most of the trophies the last time I met him
1: that I had. I I swore that there were like one or two that we had forgotten to give him. Did you give him the human heart? You did. Yeah, you did. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. But either way. Okay. So they see you like slide this egg in there and they're just like, uh... Is that what I think it is? Where the hell did you get a, where the hell did you get a great dragon egg?
3: Well it was a bloody adventure.
1: You know what? I don't need to know. I'm assuming that's what these coordinates are for, so Wow, yeah. Expect a payday. Keep those accounts active. If something changes, let me know. You got the you have our secure comms. I think Odin will be pleased. We 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 may actually get on his good side for once. Okay, I gotta get off planet. I have other business to attend to. It may or may not be me reaching out to you next time if you need something. Just, just stay in contact and be well. They grab their toolbox and they flick their stem stick off, and they, as they walk off, they just start talking shit with some of the other mechanics, and they're all like doing like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, you piece of shit." Ah, they're like hitting each other and stuff, and then he kind of like sneaks off into the shadows and disappears.
3: I would like to go find an armor spot before we go see the hut.
1: Okay. As you head back into town. Whoop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if you remember the the two <laughs> the two guys that you let me let me let me get a perception. Hold on, let me an average with a setback die. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Three successes. Alright. As you round a corner, you see heading towards you the two guys from the bar the last time you met Jotun. And the guys that did not, did not like you.
2: Oh, those guys.
1: So you see them, and the Aquilish sees you, and he slaps his friend in the chest, and he points at you. I feel like we should roll initiative. You don't have to fight them when we roll initiative, but... It's just so we can have an idea of what's going on.
3: Uh, Just out of curiosity, since they were trying to see me, does my ghillie suit come into effect here at all?
1: Huh. Well, it wasn't so much they were trying to see you. It's that you guys were both rounding. You guys were both walking down the street. And when you came around the corner, it was to see whether or not you noticed them out and about before they noticed you out and about. So it's not like you're hiding. Technically, you're a giant bush, right? Walking around. But you were also a giant bush walking around in the bar. So if they just see Swamp Thing in the bar, and they're mad at Swamp Thing. And they see Swamp Thing out in the streets, and they're still mad at Swamp Thing. They're like, he's the only Swamp Thing on this planet. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that would... Because you're not actively hiding right now. You're just like... Walking down the street. And they spotted... One of them spotted you. We don't have the roll initiative. What do you want
3: to... Like, how close are they?
1: Oh, I'd say probably, like, a block and a half, two blocks away. Like, average suburban Is blocks. Is there any,
3: like, buildings? Or, like, if I completely left the hangar?
1: No, you could... Hmm. Yeah, let me, let me get their stats real quick and we can see. Ooh. They yeah, have three. It's gonna be a hard check against their perception if you want to try. You can use either streetwise or stealth. You could try to do athletics to just like flee. What do you want? What would you want to do to get away?
3: So I'm. I would want to do streetwise to like duck around a corner, and then I'm gonna suffer strain to shift.
1: Okay. Okay. First, give me this. Streetwise check. If you want to throw a destiny point to upgrade your chances. Yeah, know. Yeah. Okay, cool. And now you can roll your, your check. Damn, son. Okay. Damn, you, you needed that. <laughs> a success of three advantages. So Doc manages to slip away. And we'll say with those advantages, That will be your your resilience check passing. This is like an adrenaline thing, and just suffer the strain. And you, what do you want to shift? What are you shifting to?
3: I guess the only thing that was probably around me that I would recognize.
1: Shift into anything you've ever seen. You could make something up for all like like a creature you that we haven't personally seen, but you may have seen. Could be anything. It, but ask me a humanoid. Let me reiterate. It can't be anything. You can't like turn into like a garbage can or like a fucking dog or something. You gotta be like anything humanoid. Oscar the
3: Grouch just rolling out.
2: Cobra Bach.
0: Shut your mouth.
3: I'm just gonna switch to like wearing like the colonial or whatever. Or a colonist. Human. Wearing, like, uh, one of the mechanic's uniforms from the hangar.
1: Oh, your clothes don't change, buddy. It's just your face and your body. You're going to have to either ditch that coat or... Or not ditch it, but, like, take it off. Maybe turn it inside out or something. But...
3: Or pull... Oh, or pull. well, then I don't want to... I'm going to switch to look like the one fellow helping the professor.
1: You're going to turn in the mirror? Okay. All right. Are you going to keep your coat on, or
3: i'll have it just rolled up carrying it
1: okay sure that was a good roll so you 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 know you shift and you walk out and these two guys you know they run around the corner and they just like shoulder check you and keep running like they're looking for for you but not you good job you uh evaded by dr trap.
3: And then I'm going to start heading towards the armor place. Okay. I'm looking for some Kav Don power armor.
1: Rarity 7. Oh, that's restricted. I don't think I could give you that. Let me look at this stuff real quick.
0: The problem is, you give one person something restricted. Everybody wants one.
1: Well, it might might be one of those things that you have to be somewhere specific, or be part of a specific group. Cuffed on power armor. Developed by various... Nubia following. Ah, this stuff doesn't even come about until after the Empire... But it's on the list! The list is just everything from the books. Some things are restricted to time frames or to groups. It also has the R in on the price there, which is the restricted thing. So those generally have... Oh, that
3: stood for, like, Republic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, no. The R is restricted, meaning there's some sort of criteria you have to meet. Before you could get something like, sometimes it's just that it's like a black market good. But specifically this, this is something that doesn't even get made until the empire comes to power. So, and
3: that looked like the best
1: optional armor. It's pretty dope. It, it's <laughs> it's pretty dope. Uh, but I mean, there's like laminate armor and shit, which is environmentally sealed, so you can you get some sort of bonus in like smoke and stuff smokes and and gases
2: is it basically like master chief armor
1: laminate armor is essentially like the kind of stuff you'd see on stormtroopers it's not necessarily it doesn't have to be stormtrooper armor but it is armor of that variety where it's made to just kind of help you withstand blaster fire it's also like combat armor and those aren't restricted those come in all sorts of things. I, I believe if you were to get Mandalorian armor that wasn't actually Beskar, it's technically kind of like laminate armor. The laminate armor also has a shit ton of hard points, too. And it's not restricted, and it's actually fairly cheap. You can get laminate armor just about anywhere. It's basically just like soldier armor, essentially.
3: What about the reflect body glove?
1: Yeah, where's that? Oh, Wow. So yes, that you could definitely get that and wear that under your stuff for an extra three soak. The it's got no hard points, and whenever you are hit, every time you get shot until you repair it, it loses one soak every time it's hit. Which you can repair it yourself. It even says right here you know you can repair it with successful average mechanics check, and you don't have to be the one that fixes it. But if you want to buy this Reflect Body Glove, just make sure you write down all the notes here under the abilities in the notes of your armor so that we can remember this. But yeah, if you want the Reflect Body Glove, that's that's perfectly legit.
2: Nice. Doc
1: is out shopping as Mjern, the hated. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I got to write something down. Hold on. Remember, this body glove is a body glove. So, (laughs) you shift into anything too big or too small, and you might be a little uncomfortable.
3: Does this place I'm at have weapons, too?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: sure.
3: Can I trade in a weapon for a reduced price, or, like, sell them a weapon?
1: Essentially, we'll take whatever your... the value of of your weapon... We'll take it, like, 60 or 70% trade-in value or whatever. It all depends.
3: I think I already know the answer to this, but what are the chances this person has a Night Slinger Blaster Rifle?
2: Oh, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) A Night Stinger? It's not rare or restricted. That's a fucking sniper rifle. You know that, right? I mean, you could... I'm not going to stop you. You could buy it.
3: So, like, if it's a sniper rifle and the range is extreme, does that mean it has, like, disadvantage in close range?
1: You could probably use it engaged. But if you're engaged with somebody, it will be harder to use short range. You could still use it like normal. Medium range, still use it like normal. Long range is fine. It just really shines in extreme range and it really kind of sucks engaged. So just try not to get into a fist fight with somebody while you're using it, you know? Yeah, but I
3: always feel like I'm face tanking everything we've fought so far.
1: I would agree. I mean, I would probably also get a sniper rifle. And you'll get a $500 trade-in credit for your blaster if you want to trade it in. You can keep the blaster. Just make sure you're keeping track of your encumbrance.
3: I can, but, but that's, the, that's the problem, though. Like, I can't have both of them.
1: You can buy things like slings. If you go to weapon mods, that will help you reduce encumbrance of things. And I think holsters also do the same thing.
0: Yeah, that was the only way that I was able to have the bow that I had. I had to buy a sling with it.
1: You can also get a bipod for your fucking sniper rifle. And it decreases the cumbersome rating by 2 when you're using it. So basically what cumbersome is, you have to have a certain brawn to be able to wield the weapon properly. So cumbersome three means you have to have at least three brawn to use it. Do you have three brawn? I think you do.
3: I've only got two brawn.
1: Well here you go. Weapon harness decreases the cumbersome by new by two outright. You don't have to be prone. It just outright decreases it by two. And the sling re- reduces it by one. And get, they both have innate things that if you If you're installing it yourself, you can modify these slings and harnesses to have these extra innate abilities like brace and quick drop. But you could also pay somebody to install it for you.
3: So if I go with that night slinger, the weapon harness and the sling, and then sell the heavy blaster.
1: You'd really only be able to use either the sling or the harness.
3: Can you reduce a blaster's encumbrance to zero?
1: You can reduce it to a minimum of one with the lightweight frame mod.
3: So as far as encumbrance, can you go all the way up to your allowable encumbrance? Or if you're at your allowable, does that
1: make you move slower? You can go to your allowable. Beyond allowable, if your carrying is greater than your encumbrance threshold, then you... Add a setback to all agility and brawn checks. If your carrying encum- uh, encumbrance is greater than your encumbrance threshold and your brawn, then your first maneuver in sequence, like a combat stuff, costs two strain. So, like, you could be over encumbered. You just start adding setback. You get a setback die, and then if you get super over encumbered, like if you get over encumbered beyond your encumbrance threshold and your brawn rating combined, then you take combat penalties. But yeah, if you could afford it, I would get at least the harness for that rifle. How heavy is a heavy blaster?
3: I think it's two.
1: So yeah, you could get a lightweight frame for that and reduce that to one. And it only takes one hard point, which I believe that has. If you just buy the mods... You guys can install them later or on the ship or whatever.
3: I kind of want that biofeedback system. I need that strain.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pricey, but it's not restricted. It costs two hard points. That would be something I would imagine you'd have to install on your skin suit. Your Reflect whatever suit.
3: My body glove?
1: That one, yeah.
3: Every time I think of that word, I think of Naked Gun (laughs) and him wearing the condom, hopping around.
1: When I I said, as soon as I said skin suit, I was like, oh god, not like a suit made of skin. (laughs) When I think body glove, I think of um, Point Break, surf suit.
2: You're thinking like Like a gimp suit, but you would.
1: If that's all the stuff you want, you go ahead and just make sure you deduce, deduct your, we'll just say you you bought it. You could buy everything at market value. All the rarities of the things you purchased vary greatly to the point at which it would all come to about market value anyway. So nothing was restricted. We didn't have to search for anything. This is all something I believe you'd be able to find on Tatooine because Tatooine is while it is the Outer Rim, I mean, you can, when it comes to, like, armor and weapons, then we are going to be able to get what you want, probably. But if you're done with that, then we'll move on. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We got Shock Daniel on the ship figuring out what to do with the droid and these dragon eggs. Maybe we're going to meet Jabba the Hutt soon. Who knows, Doc? After evading a scrap with Dr. Evazan and Pandababa... That's exactly who that was, by the way. Managed to offload some more goods to Jotun for some more cash. Doc's a little pocket-heavy right now, and hopefully by the end of next episode, everyone will be a little pocket-heavy, and maybe we'll meet our clone friend. So until next time, may the Force be with you. Oh,
0: hey, hey, hey. (laughs) yozer. What the fuck? To get this man some internet.
1: We need 30 cc's of internet for this motherfucker's stack.
2: I was not programmed to be a
0: anybody. You just hear Daniel whisper out of the side of his mouth, you'll be whatever I program you to be.